Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. about this so the daycare that kj goes to we got an email over the holiday and they said um okay we're requiring parents and they claim that they had this policy before covid but it's been stopped for like three years we now are reinstating a policy where the parents have to volunteer 20 hours a year um at the school or you have to pay this additional money um okay thank you thank you your your face what yes or they basically like $20 an hour times 20. So you can either pay that fee or you have to Aren't volunteer. Yes, paying already yes. for your kid to go there? Yes. Do you think this is crazy? I said to Schman, I said, we need to email the director of that. This is this is insane. We're pe- we have to work. Like we that work. makes no sense. We're paying you to take care of our kid and you're requiring us to work for you. Yes. Is basically it. Do you is think it a really small school? Is that why they're doing it? Do, are they just like really understaffed? Um, they they don't seem it. I mean, 
they seem like they have the adequate amount of staff. There have been some staff changes. We've only been there how long? Four months, maybe. Um, so maybe they're maybe they are really struggling with staff. But I'm like, this is one that I gave a day to, and I was still pissed off. And I was like, we're writing them back. I think that's absurd. We have to. No, work. that's insane. We live in one of the most expensive cities in the world in Los. Do you? Uh, mm. You know, and Dan's like, well, it's in, it's only, you know, when you break it down, because they're probably going to have you do like three hour chunks, you know, it's like five days or something, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that's no, that's still- insane to me. I have never heard of we're going to charge you more if you don't come and volunteer yes. your time. I mean, they always ask for, you know, parents to volunteer and I'm a stay at home mom. So I've done the room parent thing and all that stuff because I have the time, you know, I I can do it. But that's insane. If you have two parents that are working full time, you now have to take off of work. Thank you. To go and work at the school that you're paying to take care of your kid because you are working. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I agree with you a wholeheartedly. And the thing is, like, if I like children that much, I'd be working in a fucking school. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't want to be around all these kids. I talk shit for a living. I don't want to like be. Like, what? Thank you, Natasha. I am going to – okay, this just I would happened. love to see you volunteering in, like, the the little pre-K classrooms. Uh, Story time with Sarah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right, kids. We're going to do math. Two margaritas plus two margaritas <laughs> equals how many? A party. Equals how much of a hangover. <laughs> I thank you. I think that's ridiculous. My you know what? Maybe that's like... what you should do is just go in to volunteer, be a total train wreck, and then they they excuse you. They never want you back. There's your out. <laughs> and you'll get some good content out of it, I too. totally should. All right. Thank you for that. Okay. No, that's nuts. That's nuts. I, private schools drive me nuts. The, that is really insane. But they're always asking for money, too. I feel like I'm constantly getting emails, you know, come to the bingo night to donate money as no. for a fundraiser. and. I get they have parents and the parents at the girls school are like really aggressive. They will call you and email you like we'd really like your donation. Like, Do you know how much money I have to pay to send my kids to this fancy private school? Why is it not enough? It's almost like the more you pay, the more they ask. It's just, it's yes. so, isn't it? Isn't it why? And you're not the only person. It's funny. I actually think this is a topic for us that we should do this show. I had a woman, and I'm trying to think of how it came up. Anyway, she was discussing her kids go to a private school in Montgomery County, and she said it would be great to do a topic. She didn't say it this way, but we kind of got to this is that it would be great to do a topic around the competitiveness of these private schools. And, you know, I think she's in a similar boat that you are. Like they they have like some family money or they got, some, you know, so they were able to send their kids there. But she said the competitiveness of academics amongst these kids oh and materialism is, she said, it's unbelievable. It is insane. You know, I don't buy the girls a lot of designer stuff because they're teenagers. They don't need it. And I'm lucky that the girls haven't really wanted that. But like for Christmas, Sophie wanted Lululemon. She wanted Lululemon, you know, flared groove pants and defined jacket because that's what all the cool girls wear. They wear Lululemon every single day. That's a $300 outfit for a 12-year-old. So it's like I did it for Christmas, but now it made – like she wears the same outfit three times a week because it made her feel so good. 
but I am like, this is ridiculous. And oh my gosh, applying for high schools, which I'm doing now for Sam, it is like getting into college. It's insane. We have interviews this week where they have to interview not just the child, but they interview the the parents, the family <sighs> to see to say like, what? I mean, it's so crazy. They want to know how do we volunteer in our community? And oh my gosh, one of the schools, I was filling out Sam's application and hopefully they don't listen because (laughs) the part that Sam's supposed to answer herself, I actually wrote for her because she was at school and it was the deadline and I had to get it done. But one of the questions was, what are your guiding principles in life and how do your most cherished values run your day-to-day decisions? Like, she is 14. What are her defining principles in life? Can I just pay you money to teach my kid and that be the end of it? God, that's so fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that nuts? I Well, this is why, like, I – at least to start, I'm like, I'm, my kids are not going to private school. I can't. Like, I, you know, it's just like they're going to public school – it's why we pay insane amounts of taxes everywhere we all live. I went to public school. I, I loved public school. And I, now I get it at high school. I get, you know, and you guys are, are in this really lucky position. But the, it, I don't know. This is just so crazy. And it's I, insane. I always wonder, you know, I mean, I don't know if there's been any studies. But, you know, you almost wonder, like, I don't know. Is it is it helpful to the kids? Does it set them up for better things going to private school? Does it hurt them? I don't know. Like, does that... All this competitiveness when they're 16 and 17, it's like, is this good for you? I don't know. I don't know. One of the schools, I was talking with the um, the dean of the school they're in now, asking him, because I'm not from here. I don't know a lot of the schools in the, in the DMV, what schools he thought Sam would be good at, because Sam is an introvert and she's shy, but she's also incredibly driven. The kid has never had less than an A on her report card ever. Um and it almost causes her anxiety. She's so such a perfectionist about her academics. So he, he and I were talking and he was saying one of the schools, I think it was like Potomac Day School, maybe where like the Obama kids went. And he said, you know, that school is a pressure cooker. The kids go to school all day long and then they do five to six hours of homework a night no, that's to crazy. prepare them for college. Like, that's insane. Like she would die because she would think she had to get straight A's, she would be doing seven hours of homework. Like they're in high school. This is their last few years to be kids. Why are we doing this to them? So I took that school off the list. Good for you. Good for you. Then you want them to get into a good college. And it's like, oh, a lot of these kids go on to Ivy League colleges. And now colleges are so competitive and hard to get in. And then the job market after college, if they go to a better college, will she get a better job? It's just... I drive myself crazy thinking about, okay, well, maybe if I send her to a great private school, then she'll get into a great college, then she'll get a great job, is the thought process. But I don't know. I'm also a little scared of public school because my mom sent me to the same private school from kindergarten all the way to 12th 12th grade, like a teeny tiny Christian private school, because she said I would end up doing drugs and having sex if I went to public school is what she thought, which <laughs> just waited until I was college then to yeah. <laughs> do drugs and have sex. But um, So I do have a fear of the unknown because I never went there. And oh my gosh, are, are my kids going to turn into little goth kids that are, you know, smoking pot behind the school and 
giving hand jobs in, you know, the locker room if I send them to public school. Okay, well, Will you and I happen? have both been 16 and we know they're doing that at private school and public school this and they're doing it every school in America. It's you know, it's like the great relationship you have with your kids, that open communication that they feel like they don't have to lie to you and that you prepare them to make good decisions, you know, because they're going to be kids that want them to make bad decisions. But I think I, I, my parents always were like, you never get, do not ever get in a car with someone that's drinking and driving. We don't care. Call us if they're doing drugs. Call us. We, you know, like it. And so then when you see that behavior, you're like, it, that voice sticks in the back of your head. Like, you know, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And then, you know, you make good choices. And I mean, that, and they're going to be exposed to kids that their parents have a lot of money, don't care what they do, don't care that they do drugs or, and they got to be able to go, that's not the life I want. Because those kids, it's going to be such a hard road for them. No, you're so right. You're so right. And I was talking about this on another episode, you know, the downside of these private schools that the girls, you know, we're lucky enough that Peter left us with enough money that I can send them to the best private schools. But, you know, a lot of the kids are these white elitist, super rich kids. And it's it's a bubble that the girls are in and they're not seeing, you know, all of the different colored skin tones and all of the different, you know, incomes of families. I grew up super poor and I feel like that made me such a better person. And the girls are completely unaware of what life is like outside of their, you know, Montgomery County bubble. So well, they're going to find out too when know. they go to college. They'll be exposed to all kinds of kids of different backgrounds. But I agree with you. I love that about school too. And that's something important to us. Like this year, we're going to start looking like to buy a house in LA. And it's like, I want the kid, I want my kids to go to a school where it's diverse, where there's kids of all different colors. There are rich kids. There are kids that don't have anything because that's the real world. Yes. You know, some kids are born and raised in Beverly Hills and that's it. But I mean, that's such a tiny group of people compared to everybody else in the world, you know? And yeah, I want my kids to have friends of all different colors, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. so I know what you mean. It, that's a tough, it's hard. Yeah, man. I started off this saying how confident I was and it's okay to make parenting mistakes. And now <laughs> I'm leaving be... this episode going, oh my God, I'm going to mess up their lives if no, I choose wrong. You are not. You will not. You will not. It's the, it's you and Sam, you and Sam are going to feel it. You're going to apply to the school. You're, she's going to get in. You guys are going to go. And it's like, what feels good to both of you? What feels, what looking around at the students, like what's their attitude? Yeah. If the faculty and everybody's attitude is this is we're so elite and we do 18 hours of work a day I'm with you no thanks best of luck to you <laughs> but it I don't want to so do that different for us I never did a lot of homework I did the bare minimum to still get good grades you know, I did maybe if I if I was really committed maybe an hour an hour and a half of homework if I had a big test but five to six hours no of homework? that's insane Can you imagine no I no absolutely not I didn't even do I mean maybe when I got college was the hardest uh, college was really yeah. hard I actually had to really study. I also, that was part of, I hated about Mount Holyoke. Too much work. <laughs> you had to actually start like, studying. I want to talk on the radio. I don't want to do this shit. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So speaking of the like upper 3% elitist, um, tell me about what you thought about the Prince Harry book. Well, I, the it's, royal life. Spare is out today. 
I, you know, I don't think I'm going to buy the book because I think he's probably told us everything that's kind of juicy already. Um, mm-hmm. But I did think when I've been watching, the, I watch, I started to watch the Meghan and Harry documentary over the holiday, and I've watched the 60 Minutes interview with him. I actually correlated it a little bit to you and I telling our story and the backlash that we got. You know, if people like, why are you still bringing this up? Um, and I really related to him in the 60 minute interview because of course he still has so many questions surrounding the death of his mom. Like, you know, did the paparazzi cause it? Was the guy drunk on purpose? You know, was, how long was she still alive? Like after the, you know, and so I'm just like, I totally related to his, and you know, he's telling all these family secrets, right? From a perspective for years they put out an image much like we did on the Kane show that we're a family everything is great we're besties oh my god we love each other everybody's normal everyone and of course behind the scenes you know I mean it's a different stakes for Harry but you know there was like all this other in all this crap going on and the same thing like you know Prince Harry's talking about the royal family feeding stories against each other. But, you know, we ended up all inner fighting at the Kane show. We all ratted out mm-hmm. each other all the time and talked gossiped about each other all the time. And so I, I related and I thought of us and I thought for Harry, good for you that you're telling your story. I think people are a little over it because I think they've just sort of flooded everybody with they just did the documentary he's just dropped a book there was an announcement I think two weeks ago now Megan's writing a book it's like I think it's all about timing and you know what I think you and Mm -hmm. I did and Prince Harry should have consulted us is I think (laughs) (laughs) our timing was great our timing was great coming back together and you telling your story for the first time and I think it I think you should always speak up for your truth like he's doing but it's about timing and I think Megan and Harry's timing's a little off No, I agree with you. You know, I go back and forth. At first, I was very Team Harry, and I always kind of had a crush on him, and I was so excited for him to get away and for both of them to do, like, the Oprah interview and and finally tell his truth. But I have to admit, and maybe this is hypocritical of me because I still talk about my story all the time, but, like, with the 60 Minutes interview and with the excerpts that we're hearing from the book, I kind of feel like, oh, my gosh, stop talking about it. Like you're getting to be a little whiny when he talks about Diana, anything about the death of Diana, when he talks about his own mental health struggles, keep going like, you know, tell it, tell it to the world, especially when he talks about mental health, because that's helping somebody else. But like the juicy, gossipy details, he said something about that his dad did the other day. I can't remember what it was, but it's like there's there's no high purpose for this you're not helping somebody else who's in a royal family and you know is is being shamed by their future king of england dad so it comes across a little whiny to me a little i'm over it how many times are you gonna do this but you know what else everybody grates me and makes me feel that way is that then they ask him have you spoken to your dad recently? Would you like to repair the relationship with them? And he always goes, I I miss my brother and my father. I, I would love to repair that. And the door is always open. Like, what, what do you think is going to happen when you keep putting out the juicy details of your family's life, who you know hates that you're doing this? I mean, do you think that's going to mend fences? And then they're going to call you and go, yeah, let's let's hang out. Let's have a chat. So you can put it in your next book. I, That's the part that grates on me. Like, it, you know, you got to expect 
the negativity that you're gonna you're gonna piss some people off if you talk about it. That's why I, I mean feel we like... piss some people off. <laughs> yeah, we're still pissing people off that we're together. Um, the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. 
chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Yeah, and you know, but for me, like... You know, I, one of the things is obviously like I had a, um, a non-disclosure agreement when Kane and I exited. So, and of course, Kane was still alive. So we know like if I had said anything in my life, oh my God, he would have hounded me. It would have been awful. So I had this like grace period of years of like being angry, still in therapy, like mourning it, all those things. And then so I think when I finally could tell the story, start to tell the story, it gave it enough time. And I, I'm i with you. I think that's the part that's very confusing about what Heget, Mary, Megan and Harry are trying to do. Are they trying to really repair it? Because if they were, then you'd move here to the United States and you'd probably give it a year or two where you're calling, like we said, picking up the phone, calling mm-hmm. them, going there, trying to repair it. Maybe it's not repairable. And maybe like he seems to think they don't, unless you play their game, they don't want you in. And that very well me might be it but it's Mm -hmm. just been so like you're right here are all the details my brother and I were really never close my brother told me in high school he didn't want to hang out with me okay well as the older sibling and I have a younger sibling and my brother and I are like the same ages of as Will and Harry Mm -hmm. in high school I said the same thing to my brother I didn't want my brother hang out with me you're in high school it's like you know that's yes that's older sibling younger sibling you know does Sam and Self like to hang out together in school oh my gosh their best friends worst enemies but no they absolutely like sam will be like no don't talk to my friends don't hang out with my friends they're my class and my friends you're a seventh grader but you know and and maybe this is a little like soapbox or preachy of me but i feel like with with you and i one it's like we we had this period where we couldn't speak you know i couldn't say anything either because he would take the girls away from me. He he did sue me for the speaking out when he was still alive. So we couldn't say anything. And then, you know, he passed away and we waited a full year before coming out and doing, you know, our interview. And, and we did it in that. And then it was kind of done in a sense of like telling all the juicy stuff, you know, the, the behind the scenes stuff about the show, the stories that Yes, I I wanted to tell because they really happened to me, but maybe they don't, you know, necessarily save somebody else's life. Like we did that and that's done. When we continue to talk about it, I think I speak for both of us when I say we try to always put it through the lens of, is this going to help someone else? You know, like when Harry talks about his mental health struggles, that really helps other people that are going through the same thing. When you or I speak about what happened to us, when I speak about the abuse that I went through, that helps another woman who's going through it. But listen, I have a million juicy, juicy cane show stories that I could 
get a lot of um, a lot of attention for telling. I could get uh, probably a lot more followers for a short amount of time if I start spilling all the gossip. But what good does that do? What good does that do anybody? And maybe it makes me feel good for a minute to finally get revenge. But um, there's no like higher purpose for that. So I kind of feel like he's he's doing that a bit. Like he told the story about when he got in the fight with his brother and his yeah. brother, you know, like physically shoved him or something. <laughs> It's like, what? why? Why do you need to say that if you're trying to repair the relationship with your brother? Also, I think what bothers me about this this whole interview, and I think, I, I you know, look, you, you've been in therapy a long time. You've done the work in AA. When, you, when you're in therapy and, you've, and you, people react the way William is re, like re, reacting about Megan, I'm sure there's a sense of fear that he was going to lose his brother, which is exactly what has happened. You know, I think because Americans are outsiders to British, you know, especially British royals, you know, I'm sure that, that she was such a threat in being a, you know, mixed race woman and an actress from the United States. And she's got her a own divorce. Divorce. You know, I like to me, I think that's what's lacking is like, I get that, you know, Camilla, leaks all these or you know all these this is like the game that they play right but I think under that it's like the saddest part is what you hate to see is two brothers against themselves because I think William probably feared like this woman is going to take him away and that's exactly what happened and instead of trying instead of like trying to have a therapy session although I guess Prince Harry says that they've tried to reach out but I mean, I that don't is know. sad I love everything about the royal family I watch I watch every season of the crown I watch every documentary about Diana that I can find I'm reading her book right now um you know that one interview that she gave in the book that came out and kind of um started the everything um going public about about Camilla and the marriage and everything so it just it makes me so sad to think about how sad she would be to see that her two boys that she gave everything for that she loved more than anything are are so separated and have almost no relationship really yeah. anymore and and I don't know if it'll be fixed and I wonder if they think about that I wonder if they, they if they ever think about this would really make my mom sad maybe that's a bigger priority than putting out another book, doing another interview, or for for William, maybe that's a bigger priority than, you know, that that this is not the way of how it's done in, in the British royal family, the etiquette of it. And he could reach out to his brother because that's what their mom would want. And And I love Diana. I just, I adore her and everything about her. So that part makes me sad. I know. Oh my God. She was like class act. I mean, like no mm-hmm. other. I know. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch, but I think people have hit their hit their tipping point of like I think they were all in and supporting Meghan and Harry, and then I think you're seeing like serious, yeah. you know, backlash. And she wave. just annoys me. She grates on me. Megan does. A lot of people feel that I feel way. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's a little it's a, it's a little fake. It's a little surfacey with her. Maybe I'm just jealous though, because she met Harry before I did. <laughs> no, it's it's something I know. It's a little. I know, I because she she it's a little disingenuine, right? Yeah, there's something there because I watched the documentary. I only got through like four episodes. It was so boring. The first three were just so boring. It was all the same stuff that they talked about on Oprah. Nothing really new. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, there's something like um, I think because maybe she's an actress, so like you're used to like 
being somebody else. I don't know. It's hard to, I think, yeah, there's something like a little put on, I guess. You know, there's not yeah. a sense of like, I don't know. You feel like, I kind of thought she'd be more of like this girl that you kind of could sit and have a yeah. drink with. Or, well, like know, when Harry doesn't... speaks, you know, you just feel like it's really coming from his heart. It's unfiltered. And with her, it just seems a little more staged-ish. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, if, if she comes out with a book, I think people will revolt. They will be so over it if she does it too. Let's see when her book – I'm sure. I'm sure they're pushing back. It is, is she having a book? Is, is that a real thing? Let's look. Um, there was a story. Megan I did Markle. feel for her when everything about her dad was coming out. That was that was pretty shitty, and and then I felt for her. And even like the wedding and stuff, I still I still was team Megan. Probably also because she was a divorcee, and here she was getting to be a princess. But then I don't know. Maybe around the Oprah interview, I started to be like, "You're a little preachy. You seem a, a little unappreciative of what you've fallen into." I, you know, the part I've always said that I don't buy about their story is this thing where, um, you know, they they kind of thought like she'd be accepted and the the press would like love her. And I'm like, guys, come on. I mean. You know, this is an American Mary. Like Kate, the thing that works about Kate Middleton, I always say, is like you look at the way Kate Middleton dresses, acts. Kate Middleton was groomed to to do this since she was ten years old. You know, and she to me, she dresses so plain because then the clothes don't bring attention. Nothing brings attention. All the focus is on him and the being. Uh, you know, being royal and bring, being prim and proper, right? That's like, that's the reality of what they are. So I just don't believe like Megan and Harry where they're like, they thought they were going to like come in and everybody was going to love her. And no, they don't like Americans. They want you to be bred in this like royal, you know, way. And you're, you know, you're a little bit behind your man. And it's just like, I just, that's the part that they're like, I, I'm like, all right, guys, come on. Nobody believes Maybe this and the whole thing. I know. I'm trying to look at you one know, in her book. He was kind of fed up with the royal family already. So maybe they plotted out this whole elaborate ruse. All right. Let me look. I can't find it, but there was a whole thing on her release date. Um, but yeah, she's going to have a book too. Meghan Markle to release her own bombshell memoir after Harry's spare. Um, uh. According to the Mail, the Duchess of Sussex said to be contemplating getting entirely candid about her time in the royal limelight and leaving no stone unturned. Uh, I would find it surprising surprising if Meghan didn't publish her own story, to be honest. Um, well, let's see. But that doesn't say that she's definitely getting a book deal or she has a book What deal. else is she going to say? What, what other bombshells is she going to drop that they haven't dropped already? Because I'm with you. When I tried watching the documentary – like the the newest one of the two of them, it was it was so boring. And I love everything royal. And it was just like, okay, I know. enough. I know. Um, oh, my God. I cannot believe it's taking me this long. Sorry. Uh, I, I Okay, so it sounds like maybe she's floating the idea as a world. Uh, if it's anything like her podcast, then 
maybe I'll read it to go to sleep at night. Sounds like she was looking into a similar deal. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, Well, when she's listening to our podcast, Megan, take some advice here. Say no. Yeah, and come be on our show. We'll be on. Um, what is it? Um, is it Archwell or something? What's her, what's hers? You know, we'd love to be. Uh, love to be on. We're happy to give you our advice. What's worked and what hasn't. Not that you don't have a bunch of a list advice from Oprah. Um, all right, yeah. Natasha, where do people follow you? You can follow me on at Miss Pink Monster on Instagram at Miss Pink Monster, and that's M S Pink Monster on TikTok. Which, oh my gosh, Sarah, TikTok. I'm trying so hard to figure it out because Instagram drives me nuts. But I hate Instagram. Oh, my gosh. The girls have me now, like, searching trending audios and then, like, trying to redo the funny videos. I just – TikTok makes me feel old and like a fool. But if you want to see me look like a fool trying out the new TikTok trends, like these teenagers in my house, then go check out my TikTok. I think I have, like, 30 followers, so would love to have you. Um, and then on YouTube, um, youtube.com, it's um, at like the at symbol Ms. Pink Monster. And that's where you can find all of the podcasts, our previous podcasts with our beautiful faces. And also all the old videos um, that the girls and I used to put up when they were little. And we used to do YouTube before Instagram and everything. Those are all still on there, too. Love. They're pretty funny. All right, guys. At the Sarah Fraser Show, we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>